On today's news episode, we discuss new military pricing for 2020, new people in positions at Disney World and Disneyland, and Disney is bringing more plant-based dishes to the parks. All these stories and much more on episode 231 of the Capture the Magic podcast. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. My name is Jared Lee, and I am joined, as usual, by my lovely, lovely wife, Miss Jamie Lee. So, Jamie, how are you doing? Very sleepy. <laughs> well, we're recording later than usual, so it's, it's uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a little late, but we'll power through. Jamie, for those that don't know, uh, Jamie does not do well on lack of sleep. So. Okay, let's clarify. <laughs> I do okay if uh, I get... Five or six hours. If I get less than that, I'm like a zombie. Like, I just can't. I just can't deal. So, that's what I meant by lack of sleep. Yeah. yeah. So, but that's normal. Most people can't function okay on lack of sleep. I know most people aren't you, but. I don't enjoy <laughs> lack of sleep, but I, I can do it. I did it for a very yeah. long time for what, I think when I was younger for whatever reason, but I don't know if I'm one of those people. I know there's a, there's a amount of people that can get by like three to four five six whatever hours of sleep and they're good i don't think i'm that but i think i have something where i'm just okay like i if i have a day where i have lack of sleep i'm, I'm okay but okay. i don't know but yeah so okay. a little later than normal our normal routine was um you know when you have a toddler and a basic you know an infant your life's kind of chaotic so it just kind of happened this way but we're still gonna we're gonna power through so i'm actually gonna do i'm hosting today as you may notice because uh, Jamie felt weird that she had been hosting most of the shows because uh, usually we switch it back and forth, but the Mondays have been, or the Monday shows have been stuff that I did back in August. So Jamie's going to read the news today. I am. Did Lucky you, you guys. Did you bring your reading uh, reading hat? Because uh, yeah. I brought my reading glasses. I have, I have glasses on for those that are listening that can't see because uh, it's late and I, was, I don't wear glasses at night. That's true. He, I, I didn't even con- know. I don't wear my contacts at night. I didn't even notice you were in glasses. Yeah, she didn't notice I'm wearing glasses, <laughs> nor did she notice, if you're watching as well, that I trimmed my beard heavily. Which okay, she now been, I can notice. Which she has been requesting oh, it was bad. for weeks, and I do it, and I get nothing. He shows me in the dark. I didn't even show you. You didn't He's, he's like, look at my beard. I'm like, I can't see you. It wasn't in the dark. Yes, it was. I'm just saying. You know what? It looks so much better. The next time you get a haircut and I don't notice, I don't want to hear it. I don't cut my hair ever. I don't hear it. So, okay. You get it cut sometimes. Very rarely. <laughs> All I'm saying is, uh, Jamie doesn't care about what I do, so I'm just going to grow it out long now. I'm going to go ZZ Top with it. <laughs> go ahead. See how that goes for you. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, well, before we get to the news... Uh, just to remind you of some of the other shows on the Capture Magic Network. Uh, we have the Diz Dudes, which is every Wednesday, uh, but we do a live stream of that episode every Monday with Jeremy and myself uh, in Club 32. So if you want to be part of those, you can join Club 32. Uh, head over to ctmvip.com and you can be part of those. They're always a good time. You get, we'll, uh, we, we chat probably, I don't know, 20 to 30 minutes before we start recording a lot of times and 
uh, Club 32 gets to participate in those episodes, so it's always a good time. Uh, and then we also have the Main Street Magic podcast with Jeremy and Rhonda every uh, Tuesday and Thursday right now, because um, we've been doing this show every Monday and Friday, so that'll probably switch back sometime within between now and the new year be my guess so uh, <laughs> but for now we'll keep it how it is and uh then jamie has trip tales which is coming back um uh, is it coming back next month yes it is coming back in october so this is sort of like a uh when shows come back like you're gonna tease it out like yes yeah is that what this is kind of yes <laughs> i need to uh yeah i need to get back into all that trip tales stuff it's October is super soon. It is super soon. <laughs> In terms of soon, it's super-ish on the soon, on yes. The soon scale. Yes, it is. Uh, and then like we said before, we're just going to reiterate uh, for another week or so, but we are moving uh, CTMS movies into Club 32 uh, just because, you know, we've talked about it a few times, we don't want that show being the first impression people come across if they, you know, first time coming to the show. Because we had some people that I think were first time listeners that didn't really understand the purpose of the show, um, and I think they were confused. So we're going to move it in there. It'll be a little bit more fun, a bit more casual. I, I think it'll be much more enjoyable for everybody. So if you want to, if you enjoy those, um, you can join Club Thirty Two yet again. CATMVIP.com. And the next one we're going to do is Hobbs and Shaw. Even though it's not a Disney movie, it's been requested, and it has The Rock. And Jamie's super thrilled about this. I think you'll enjoy it. I haven't mm-hmm. seen it, but I think it's just like a fun popcorn movie. If you're a guy. Like, there's no appeal to me whatsoever with this movie. Sorry, Wait, there's between, not. So between Statham, The Rock, and uh, Ildris Alba, is that how you say his name? I, I don't think. know. How there's no appeal of it to any of that? Um, I mean, The Rock is okay. So if, like, Chris Hemsworth is in it, you'd be much more, like, For involved. sure, yes. I'm a woman, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that's supposed to mean. I know okay. people like The Rock. I mean, like I know like girls like well, The Rock. Well, he's and not stuff, really but... like a. I'll give you that. He's not like a sex symbol. I uh, mean, I'm... this movie is basically dripping in testosterone, and I just have no interest in seeing cars going fast, crashing, guns, fighting. Like th- mostly, that's what it is, right? It's mostly it's it's muscle. I think it goes muscles, cars, fighting. Yeah, I don't have any interest in any of that. So you know who you're married to, right? I I, just because I'm not interested doesn't mean I don't. Yes, I know Uh, I'm married to. Anyways, anyways, that'll be the next one. So, all right, let's get to the news here. Okay. So what's the first one up here? We got uh, some. Well, looks like some new presidents have been announced for Disney World and Disneyland. Yes. Uh, it says, according to CNBC, new leaders have been named for Disneyland Resort and Walt Disney World. Beginning in November, Josh DeMauro will oversee Walt Disney World, and Rebecca Campbell will oversee Disneyland Resort. DeMauro, De, De yeah, was most recently the president of Disneyland Resort, and Campbell was the president of Europe, Middle East, and Africa for the company's direct and consumer and international segment. This comes. This news comes on the heels of a corporate restructuring that we first read about earlier this month. That's from the the uh, blog Mickey that wrote the article. Uh, in addition to the newly named leaders, Bob Chapek addressed the news of Catherine Powell's departure from the company. Powell's sudden departure had many speculating that she was leaving the company after lackluster attendance at Disney's new Star Wars themed lands at Disneyland and Disney World. Chapek called the reports erroneous. 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 
Uh, Powell's position had initially been added just under two years ago when Disney began gearing up for the upcoming integration of its acquisition of Fox and its integration of consumer products, publishing, gaming, and merchandise into its park segment. Um, an exclusive interview with CNBC, Bob Chapek, chairman of Disney Parks, experiences and products, said the integration went so well that what could have been a five-year mission turned out to be an 18-month mission. Chapek said Powell's departure was a mutual decision as the role had become extraneous. Powell is a 15-year veteran of Disney and is a highly thought of within the company, he said. Uh, Powell's position at Disney included overseeing Disneyland Resort, Walt Disney World Resort, and Disneyland Paris. This allowed Chapek to focus on Fox and the consumer products integration, but still have eyes on parks. Powell's position, ha- position has been split up, which Chapek said is how the park segment was run previously. Uh, the Disneyland Paris duties will be handed off to Michael Cogliazer, who leads Disney parks and resorts in Asia. Um, in addition, and then this goes on to say more and more. Um, the main thing we want to talk about is the the new presidents and and what happened with uh, with Powell. Um, it seemed like they created the position for the Star Wars stuff and Fox. Now that it's over, they're like, we don't need you anymore. Well, it sound if I'm reading that correctly, it seems like there was one person overseeing. Disney World, Disneyland, and Disneyland Paris. So now each park has its own president now. Uh, yes. I believe. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I think that, so one of the things I had said, I don't. I know we said on our show, I think on Disney Dudes, was, was each park needs its own person. Because well, yeah. everything seemed, leading up to Galaxy's Edge, like they were just making decisions for both parks, and just, this is what it's going to be, even though... Disneyland and Disney World are vastly different in terms of, yeah, they're similar in the fact that they're Disney, you know, parks, but they're different in how they function. You know, Disneyland's much more of a uh, locals park. Disney World is much more a worldwide, you know, destination. Yeah. So I think this is a good thing. Um, yeah. I, don't I feel know. bad for her, but. Well, I, I you know, whether or not you buy Chapex reasoning. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I find it hard. If you if you had a five year plan, and someone at the end of that rainbow or that path, and you knew that your job was going to be up after this whole thing, I don't know if you do your job so well that you then, you know, don't have a job after that in a quick manner. Now I'm sure she got she's a severance package and she's oh, doing just fine. I she's don't probably fine. <laughs> um, I'm sure she is, but yeah. it's interesting. And I, you know, I don't think Disney would want the news. You know, they've already got the bad press that. Galaxy's Edge has been not as big as as they wished. You know, I'm sure they were hoping for much, much bigger openings. Um, I don't think they probably also want the news either that they're now firing executives. Right. So, interesting. Um, you know, we'll see what mm-hmm. happens with it. But I, I definitely like the, the idea. And they kind of it was just kind of in there, but that each park now has its own president. Because I think that's yeah. a good thing. Now, hopefully, yes. whoever's over Disneyland, over Disney World, Disneyland Paris, whatever... They have an understanding of each park, and they're allowed to. You know, I don't think blanket, um, thi- blanket decisions that affect both parks. I don't think is the best path going forward. I think yeah. sometimes there can yeah. be things for Disneyland that Disneyland needs to do, and there's stuff that Disney World needs to do that Disneyland doesn't do. So, at the same time, though, I think it brings a little cohesion to 
the parks together because i mean there's sometimes you, you think oh, why is disneyland doing that why does disney world do it too right you know there's this is a little bit of a disconnect sometimes yeah um so we might get more of that with yeah with different but you know it's whatever the shakeups happens all the time with possessions like this so they they do and yeah. and you know the the reason you can somewhat buy it with with chapex saying he was helping oversee the fox stuff which Anytime you buy a an giant acquisition like that, you're going to have to have resources helping do that. Yeah. So, you know, sure. We will see. I don't know. We'll, I mean, obviously, we won't see the repercussions of this probably for a couple of you know months to years. So yeah, see what happens with it though. Okay. Very good. Uh, all right. Next story we have is about Disney World releasing new military pricing for 2020. Yes, this is pricing for theme park tickets. Uh, members of the U.S. military can now purchase their Walt Disney World theme park tickets for 2020. There's a choice between four-day, five-day, or six-day Disney military promotional ticket, and the Park Hopper option is included. The Park Hopper Plus option is also available for an additional $50 plus tax. With this added option, guests can take advantage of the benefits of the Park Hopper option, plus they can enjoy a certain number of visits to a Disney water park and other Disney, Walt Disney World fun. Um, let's see, the six-day military... It can be purchased now through December 13th, 2020. Uh, with Park Hopper option, it's $301 plus tax. With the Park Hopper, Park Hopper Plus option, it's $351 plus tax. That's six-day. Uh, Five-day Park Hopper, $283 plus tax. Park, Park Hopper Plus is $333 plus tax. And the four-day Park Hopper is $265 plus tax. And Park Hopper Plus is $315 plus tax. Um Let's see. It's good for January 1st through December 18th, 2020. And you can also purchase the Memory Maker product for a special price of $98 in 2020. Very good. And we know yep. we've got some military members that yes. listen and, and in the Facebook groups. I wouldn't mention that. But, that's a, I mean, those yes. are good rates. for. I'm glad I'm glad they do this. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So. And those are, those are really good prices. So, yeah, take advantage. For sure. I want to. I was. I was wondering about Shades of Green. The the um, resort. The resort. Yeah. Um, I know some. I know people. Some listeners have stayed there and and um, say that it's it's nice. And I know it's getting renovation. I know the the lobby was under renovation or something. Wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I believe. I can't remember year? exactly, but something like that. But yeah, we've you know we've had a few, um, you know, people offer to reach out and in one of these days we'll take somebody up on it i'm sure of, of a hosting us to it when it when the timing works out maybe because that's something i know yeah. a lot of people have asked about um yeah. and we just don't have any knowledge we never stayed there I mean, obviously we're not military so um one of these days we'll we'll do that to where we can at least you know give people an idea what it's like you know things like that so if they've sure. never done it they can check it out so yeah all right uh next story we have here. i'm still getting you i'm used to you doing this so i I'm, know i'm delayed in there's this. a little pause I apologize. <laughs> i'm very sorry it's okay uh, i feel like ron burgundy i just gotta have a i just gotta have a you can tell a yeah, telling whatever's in front of me i just read yeah. um <laughs> don't sneak anything in all right uh, next one we have here is about a sneak peek of star wars rise of the resistance uh that was on good morning america uh, let's see. It says, as part of Disney's push this week to get all things Star Wars Galaxy's Edge in front of more eyes, Good Morning America has given us a sneak peek at the Star Wars Rise of the Resistance attraction that opens later this year at Walt Disney World. The attraction opening time frame for the Disneyland version was missed and pushed to 2020. 
This morning on Good Morning America, this is the, on the 26th, by the way, they took us inside the all-new Rise of the Resistance attraction. Uh, while the sneak peek didn't offer any new details, it did give us a look at the reveal from inside the Resistance inter-system transport ship as you entered the Star Destroyer. Uh, you can watch the full segment. there. It'll be in the show notes if you want to take a look at it. Um, it's really cool. It looks if really this thing, cool. Now, depending on what you... It, we don't know how true these are, but the rumors are that they're still having issues with this ride. Um, yeah. And we talked about it last week, and, and I know there's some other outlets that have talked about it. Of, uh, I'm sure Disney's going to do everything in their power to meet that December deadline that they have what december 5th is what they're aiming at yeah but i've also heard it's like disney's birthday i think yeah i've also heard that 14 realistically yeah. maybe closer to the 15th or in january but either way yeah. um if this ride works as it is designed it's going to be it's going to be amazing right and it's going to be worth the wait and all this stuff um and there's a whole synopsis thing in yeah. this article, so you can. Yeah. I'm not going to read it because I don't want to spoil it for anybody. I think, like, I really do think long term, Galaxy's Edge is going to be fine. I really do. I think in the short term, the rollout of this, if you want to call it botched, I don't know if it's botched, but I think it was less than optimal. And I think what would have been best would have been waiting till both rides are done, and then you mm-hmm. open this land, and it's this giant new land. You do all this hoopla building up to it, but. The way that they did it, it's just, it, and again, it, I enjoyed, I, you know, when I went, I enjoyed Galaxy's Edge, but it just seems disjointed. And it is weird being in there and then having this brand new land and there's this whole area that it's not done yet. Was it blocked off? It wasn't blocked off. They had cast members outside. So they got the queue mm-hmm. and everything set up for it. And they just yeah. had cast members standing there saying, you know, whatever they were saying. There's something in the, in the, in their, uh, role playing of yeah the resistance is doing something or whatever but you know i it's just one of those things where again long term i think it'll be fine in the short term hopefully they learn from this and and they they don't do something like this again yeah and um i'm excited because this is uh the ride vehicle is trackless yes which is cool because it makes it feel more free oh i mean it's gonna it's got three show buildings it's the whole thing is yeah, you hear you you read it, and it's very ambitious for a ride. Um, yeah, and I'm not surprised that they're having issues with this because this is such a complex ride. Um, well, like Ray's in it, Poe's in it. Well, it's got over a hundred and a hundred, hundred and fifty animatronic stormtroopers that you'll see if you look at the article in the Kylo video. Kylo Ren so. is in it. I believe many Star Wars characters are. I, in it, yes. Well, there were, but <laughs> Smuggler's Run, there's not right. <laughs> I mean, like, wasn't there a skit of somebody that was reading like um oh, I remember a Bubba like a like fried shrimp oh big shrimp yeah. yeah you're just gonna read it off every um, single Star Wars character a few reminders just for everybody. in it yeah <laughs> According to, according to Disney, Rise of the Resistance will follow in the operational footsteps of Smuggler's Run and will not offer any fast passes when it opens. Uh, this applies to both Disneyland and Disney World, and it will have a minimum height a requirement of 40 inches, just FYI. I so. wonder if Smuggler's Run will then have a fast pass. Because it's set up for like it. Like once that opens. Yeah, and once just, Rise opens. Yeah, maybe. The thing is, Smuggler's Run, though, it's like, I think once Rise opens, it'll depend. I mean, the, the wait times on, on Smuggler's Run are not super high right now. 
And they really haven't yes, been since it's opened. I that's what I'm hearing. After the first couple of days, yeah, didn't really have to wait long. <laughs> and again, it's a cool ride. It's just I think the flaw in it is that it's just your experience is so dependent upon the people piloting. Yeah, you yeah. Know? But well, we talked about that in another show. We so. did. All right. And I'll talk about I'll talk about it again all all day. I'm kidding. Okay. okay. All right. Next story here. Um, so in a kind of a surprise thing here uh kevin feige of uh marvel is developing or helping develop a new star wars movie yes uh to the surprise of no one kevin feige is a huge star wars fan it might surprise many however that the marvel studios chief is going to be developing a star wars movie as lucasfilm president kathleen kennedy makes new plans for a wave of projects set in the universe um feige has discussed a a foray into the Star Wars universe in a late summer meeting with Kennedy and studio co-chairman Alan Horn and Alan Bergman, uh, sources say. In response to a query from The Hollywood Reporter, Walt Disney World Studios co-chairman and chief creative, creative officer Horn said, We are excited about the projects Kathy and the Lucasfilm team are working on, not only in terms of Star Wars, but also Indiana Jones and, the, and reaching into other parts of the company, including Children of Blood and Bone with Emma Watson Fox. With the close of the Skywalker saga, Kathy is push- pursuing a new era in Star Wars storytelling, and knowing what a diehard fan Kevin is, it made sense for these two extraordinary producers to work on a Star Wars film together. Um, some see this move as a prelude to a larger role for Feige within Lucasfilm, while others say it merely reflects the Marvel executive's passion for the, fa- for the franchise. A top Disney source says Kennedy remains in charge with no plans for any changes. One knowledgeable source says Feige has a, has told a major actor that there's a specific role he would like that person to play if and when he makes the movie. However, with Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker set to hit theaters December 20th, it is understandable that Disney would like to keep as much about the future of the franchise under wraps as possible. Uh, Skywalker is meant to be the final installment of the series that was first launched by George Lucas in 77. Uh, it was meant to win back fans after the last sequel trilogy, Last Jedi, divided audiences, even though reviews were largely positive and the film grossed $1.3 billion. Yikes. Um, and it goes on to say fi- how what Feige's done and Ken- what yeah. was Kennedy done and everything. And so, yeah. You know, um, I have a theory. There's so many Star <laughs> I feel like we're just drowning in Star Wars stuff. Well, you know, here I find this interesting. So I came across this; it popped up yesterday. I think yesterday, the day before, and I'm reading it. It, it strikes me interesting for a couple reasons. So they don't mention, and there's nothing is said about Feige's ongoing role within Marvel. One would assume, though, if he's becoming a producer of even one or say multiple or a trilogy of Star Wars movies that he's not going to be as involved in Marvel stuff. One would assume. Yeah. Here's my thing. If I'm Feige is probably one of those guys we have probably seen and I would I would venture to guess we've seen the best that Marvel of Marvel that we're going to see. I mean I don't really think we're going to get bigger than the last 10 years of movies we had culminating in Endgame. Yeah. Okay, going forward, they're still going to yeah, make movies. They'll still true. make money, but I think it's the best way we, you know, of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And Feige overseeing that, what do you say many times? Get out. Like, what's the old saying in the Batman movie? Um, you either live 
something about you die young and you're the hero. You live long enough to be the villain. You either die a hero, or you, or you, you live. You die a hero, or you live, live long enough to see yourself become a villain. Or either way, whatever. Yeah. So if you're Feige, you get out now. <laughs> if yeah. you get out now, you're a Marvel legend. You have you built this whole thing. You can walk away, and you've got that on. And, and anything that goes forward, even if Marvel does good, Feige gets credit. Yeah, he does. If he walks away and it does bad, Feige doesn't get blamed. So, what kind of Star Wars movie are we talking here? Well, like, here's my, here's the other thing I'm talking about. So, we go to Star Wars side. I think that this could be potentially Feige replacing Kennedy. Um, I'm not saying it is. They're not going to put it out there like it is. But I think potentially, depending on how Rise of Skywalker does, maybe. But her contract should be up, I believe, she had a three-year extension in September of 2018, so I believe hers would be up uh, September of 2021. That is three years from the... Tw- yes. Good job. So, anyways. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. If you're going to... if Her direction has been, in my opinion, iffy at best. I don't think that um, some of the decisions she's made on movies has been the best, but I could see them replacing her with Feige, and there's really... I mean, if you're going to replace... Right, you know, then with somebody, Feige's about the best bet, and he's a guy that has a lot of clout, and he is a huge nerd, and he loves Star Wars. So, I don't know. It's interesting. I could see it, or maybe he's just going to do a movie because he likes Star Wars. It could be as simple as that. But I, I kind of lead. I don't know. I read it a little bit, and it's just I, I just don't see a guy like Feige just being like, "I'll produce a movie." Well, and also you got to think maybe it's a kind of a not a last ditch effort but a way to revitalize star wars to like so it brings i got yes. quote unquote what brings people back well i think oh i did it with marvel i'm gonna do it with star wars exactly well that's what i'm saying i think yeah. that's why he could be replacing kennedy i don't think that him i don't think he's replacing her i, I mean they're working pot- together potentially well and it yeah. also could be something too where essentially feige feige is running the show and yeah. kennedy just kind of takes a back seat but it's never actually announced too um, that's true that yeah, could be that something could be as true. well that i could see it happening but yeah. it's not like people are gonna go see star wars movies because feige is in charge it doesn't hurt anything but he obviously understands setting up a, a cinematic universe obviously he understands obviously that. yeah so we'll see but i, I find yeah. this very interesting on on a couple of fronts for that yeah it is interesting all right uh moving here we have early enrollment is now available for disney plus Yes. Which we took advantage of. Fan, yes. Fans can now pre-order Disney Plus, the new streaming service that is set to launch on November 12th in the United States. Monthly and annual subscriptions are available, and those folks that sign up now will receive a seven-day trial to experience Disney Plus for free when it premieres. Uh, as previous, previously announced, prices are $6.99 per month. That's $6.99 per month or $69.99 per year. A bundle that includes Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, and Hulu with ads is also available for $12.99 per month. The Disney Plus streaming service will include a classic classic programming from Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, and National Geographic. Plus, during its first year, Disney Plus is set to release over 25 original series and 10 new films, including The Mandalorian and The Lady and the Tramp. Um, Disney Plus will be available on a selection of gaming consoles, streaming media plays, and smart TVs. Subscribers will have the ability to set up seven different profiles and view four concurrent streams. 
Yeah. So we signed up for this. I'm a little. I was angry because there was a deal going on. If you joined, oh. if you joined D23, even the free version, you could get the deal. It was a little bit better of a deal. I think you get a three year. You bought three years in advance, and it being like four something per month or something like that. Um, maybe less. Uh, the day so I went cheap. to do it was the day they turned it off <laughs> because so much stuff was going on and I, I intended to do it. And it wasn't working on my phone. I went to go do it. I was like, oh, okay. ah. but still the six, the $69 per year is not bad. I mean, if you're no talking way. compared to Netflix, it's much cheaper. So much um, cheaper. Yeah. But yeah. You can do that now. And the way they do that, you don't get charged immediately. So you'll start us. So as soon as the service starts, you then get kicked into a seven day free trial. And then after those seven days is when you'll get charged your first thing. So whether that's monthly or you do the yearly thing, that's when you get charged. So just know if you do uh, sign okay. up, you don't get charged anything right now. They take your information, but it, nothing happens until it's actually live. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, you guys should take advantage of that if you haven't already. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. So let's move on. And we have uh, about uh, live stream of Epcot's new forever show or Epcot forever that is not going to last forever show you can watch it uh Disney Parks blog is host doing a live stream of Epcot forever's debut on the 1st of October you just go to Disney Parks blog on um, their website at 8 50 p.m eastern on their website you say Disney Parks blog interesting I'm just kidding. I'm being sarcastic oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry I thought <laughs> you could probably also find it on Facebook because they always do that too so, yeah, I believe yeah. Um, they, may, they might do it Twitter too. I think sometimes they'll do yeah. a live stream on there. They probably do all the platforms. Are you excited for the show? I know we've covered I'm, it briefly. I'm curious about it. Uh, I'm very curious and see how different it will be from Illuminations. Um, I'm still. Why do a temporary well, show before thing. the actual I'm show? I'm still a bit confused <laughs> so as to why they're doing a temporary show before the main show. Like, I don't I know. know. It's, again, though, you can look at it too. Is Disney just? They're going to sell merchandise like Illuminations leaves, merchandise. Epcot Forever shows up, merchandise. Epcot Forever goes away, merchandise. <laughs> New show comes up, merchandise. Yeah. So, you know, on that end, I can see the merchandising side. But I don't really, I, I don't know. Unless Epcot Forever is going to be, I would assume parts of that show will be in the new permanent show. And maybe some of the stuff for the new permanent show just isn't quite ready yet. I don't maybe. know. It's, it's interesting. I, I don't really quite understand it completely but i don't think anybody knows. i don't know bob chapek might he probably does but he's not telling anybody <laughs> right okay well let's move on to in news that uh will not interest <laughs> me any but some people it might um about disney having hundreds of plant-based dishes uh are, are basically yeah plant-based dishes are now available you say plants jerry those things grow in the ground yeah, Sometimes they're green. I know. I'm aware of their existence. <laughs> but like Ron Swanson, I'm not a rabbit. And I shan't be eating any of this. Oh my gosh. I eat some stuff. Anyways, go on. Uh, this is from Disney Parks blog. It says, exciting news for our foodie fans. We're thrilled to announce that all of our major quick and table service restaurants will soon be serving up plant-based options at Walt Disney World Resort and Disneyland Resort, along with a new plant-based menu icon coming to Disney Dining. Our guests will now be able to choose from hundreds of sweet and savory creations, including many brand new dishes designed or destined to become fan favorites. We're always looking for ways to bring more flavor, innovation, and creativity to the Disney dining experience. And guest feedback is first on the menu when we evolve our menus and develop new dishes. 
our guests have embraced our plant-based offerings at our parks around the globe, inspiring us to expand our menu and introduce a new menu icon, a green leaf, that will make it easier than ever to find these creations during your visit. Green leaf, that is just real creative. I'm just kidding. Um, these fun and flavor, flavorful, I can't say that word. These fun and flavorful. Oh, how does that feel? It gives me a tongue tie every time. How does it feel? <laughs> these fun and flavorful options are made from plant-based ingredients like vegetables, fruits, grains, nuts, seeds, and legumes. And are made without animal meat, dairy, eggs, or honey. You know, all the good stuff. I'm to say, what's the appealing factor here? <laughs> I'm, I'm just messing. I'm, I'm totally messing. I'm confused. From comfort food classics to exciting new dishes for the adventurer and all of us, everyone will find something to delight their taste buds. Mm. On October 1st at quick service locations and October 3rd at table service locations, Walt Disney World Resort will launch the plant-based menu icon and introduce new options at our theme parks and resort hotels. If you're craving tasty plant-powered snacks and treats during your visit, you can explore more than 400 craveable dishes. 400. Okay, there's steamed Asian dumplings from Mustelier. Um, Let's see, it's plant-based meat dumplings served with bok choy, Chinese long beans, red peppers, and a radish and a delicious and fragrant Asian broth. There's shiriki noodle salad from Jungle Navigation Company. Skipper Canteen, basically. Um, It's a salad made with noodles, edamame beans, mushrooms, green mango, and cucumber with its sweet chili sauce. There's Felucian Garden Spread from Docking Bay 7 Food and Cargo. Um, Made with plant-based kefta, herb hummus, uh, tomato, cucumber, relish, and pita. And it's a perfect bite for your visit to a galaxy far, far away. There's chili spiced crispy fried tofu bowl from mm, Satuli Canteen. That sounds tofu. so good. <laughs> uh, it's a crispy tofu seasoned with chili spice and topped with a crunchy vegetable slaw, boba balls, and your choice of base and sauce. And a plant-based cashew cheesecake from California Grill. <laughs> Just, I'm, just one of the many scrumptious plant-based desserts not, available. I'm not if you if you've listened to the show, you know why that's funny, and I'm not going to go into this. But oh man, I'm yes. not saying. Hey, I'm not saying yes. a word. Okay. All I can think of when I hear this is: Do you remember the episode of Parks and Rec when Ron goes to um, basically the Whole Foods? And the guy asks him if he would like to try some of their meatless bacon. He's he like, just sure. And he just trash. throws it away. Can I have another? And like, what are you doing? He goes, I just want to make sure nobody else has to eat this. <laughs> oh that's all I could think of. Hey, if you like it, that's fantastic. Uh, and this stuff may be good. I don't know. But Disneyland, all this is coming to um, to California in spring of 2020. So you have to wait a little bit longer. But, um, but yeah. So plant-based... I've tried some of the plant-based meat stuff, and I I don't I don't like it. But you know, they're gonna just get more creative with their dishes. Like they're basically, if you have enough people that want something, they're gonna they're gonna start developing it. Oh, so obviously. I think yeah. it's I think it's great for those that just want plant-based dishes. As long as they can, as long hey, listen, I have all the plant-based meat you'd like. Go for it. <laughs> as long as I can still have my meat. I'm, that's all I ask for. If I go up there and then I'm like, I'd like a hamburger and like meatless, I'm like, no, just regular. Like we don't have that. I, I'm hoping they'll let me just bring in my own meat. You know, like bring a slab of meat at the Disney World, and just plop it on a table and be, you know, 
Oh my. Hey guys, this is fresh. Can I make this real quick? But yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> don't send me any mail. I don't really care about the, the if you have your dishes, it's fine. I don't I don't mind. I really don't. <laughs> There's something for everybody, right? <laughs> I'm gonna hear from I I always, it's like food stuff. I always hear stuff from food stuff. I'm like listen. I know. I know. And here's the thing with me. You do whatever you would like. I don't care. I really don't. <laughs> have all the have all the meatless hamburgers you 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 crave go for it thank you i think i will i think okay. i'll have it i think i'll eat what i want to eat just Thanks. just just don't try and make me eat it That's all not, I ask. we're not forcing you to, to so, eat plant there's people meat. that would i'm not gonna there are people you. that would okay try and force me all right <laughs> <laughs> anyways uh all right uh so we've got some little stuff here uh, we won't stuff. have any stories on. So Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival is set for March 4th through June 1st. And it started, I feel like it started in February last year. February 28th is when it started this past year. So it's moving up a little. So days. is Festival of the Arts going a little longer? I'm trying to remember the dates on Festival of the Arts. It's like the, yeah, it's like the last week of February. Yeah. There's usually like a week between the festivals. Right. Personally, I like Festival of the Arts better than than um, Flower and Garden. Agreed. Like, Festival of the Arts has become... I, I'm torn. Because some people I've talked to, they like it better than than even food and wine. Yeah. Well, yeah, we talked about the last show, but my, mine go in order of the calendar year. So, I guess Festival of the Arts, Flower and Garden, Food and Wine, Holiday, Festival of so Holidays. So, Flower and Garden is second for you? Yeah. Really? So, Food and Wine is not first for you? No, um, I don't. I'm not a drinker. I don't well, really I'm, drink, so that's half of what well, I that's can just, enjoy. That's just the name. I, I mean, understand, but they, that's a big. It's a big emphasis on the wine. They have the wine seminars, the the the, the mixing drinks. I mean, they have a lot of food stuff too. But with Flower Garden, you also have the horticulture. Uh, and then there's also Disney Dooney and Burke 10th anniversary celebration at Disney Springs, which is October 11th, uh, at Ever After Jewelry Company in Disney Sketch. Uh, and Mickey Balloons design are re-released. Uh, also, new designs will be available. So these, I think, there are some popular designs that they're re-releasing. Those uh, two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So luckily, Jamie won't be down there during this, so I won't have to spend too much money. I actually am not a fan of the sketch. Oh. The balloons are okay, but yeah, they're just older. I feel like if you were there, though, you'd become a fan of something. You don't know me. <laughs> I'm not yeah. a fan of this, but I need this. What is- <laughs> Honestly, it just depends on the design. There's some stuff on like that is adorable, and some like, like ew. Well, because yeah. I'm a person with opinions. <laughs> okay. okay. I don't. Was know. anybody accusing you of not being a person with opinions? I don't know. I'm so tired. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, all right, and then there are some Star Wars Magic Bands released for Triple Force Friday. Which I don't really know what that is, but it's it's based on the Mandalorian and the uh, Skywalker movie. So. What's Triple Force Friday? I'm not sure. We're we just making things up now. No, I, I think, think it. I think it's well, just... considering Star Wars is actually made up. I mean, it's made I mean, up technically. If we're being if we're being honest here, we are being honest. <laughs> I think we are. You're <laughs> 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 so funny. I don't even know what's going on. I don't like, either. Oh, uh, man. All right. Uh, well, let's get... We got a couple of rumors. That's all for the news. So, okay. uh, But before we get to the rumors, I just want to mention our awesome coffee sponsor, Expedition Roasters. Uh, and if you enjoy great coffee with 
great flavors and Disney related and good people, then you'll like Expedition Roasters. So uh, if you go to expeditionroasters.com, use promo code CTM15, you will save 15% off of every single order that you place, whether it's the first one or the 50th, however many you want to place. Uh, And got in the batch of some of the new flavors. And I can say the pumpkin spice, I was a little weary that it would be a lot of times pumpkin spice is kind of overpowering. Um, in talking with Eric, the owner, he said a lot of places that will do flavored coffees, they'll use kind of subpar beans and they'll over flavor it to try and compensate for it. But you can really tell what there's. They use really good beans and they subtly flavor it. And it's not overpoweringly pumpkin. Like I like pumpkin and Jamie can attest to this, but I don't like it like pumpkin overload. It gets too, I like subtle. Um, it's very subtle. Although I think my favorite is the, um, the churro. The churro is really good. So, and Jamie doesn't drink coffee, but she likes how it smells. Mm-hmm. So it smells it good. Smells but yeah, good. Uh, but yeah. If you don't know which one to get, they've got the sample pack. You can try, uh, and I know they're going to have some new flavors coming out for the winter. I think they got some hot cocoa coming out, or a cocoa. Ooh. I can't remember. If he said it was a hot cocoa or a cocoa based coffee. Oh. Um, I don't know which one. It may be. Oh, both. I love a hot chocolate. I'll let them know to yeah, make a Jamie blend. Yeah, tell them that Jamie... Right. Like give, make a Jamie Just blend. Just because I want it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so again, go to expeditionroasters.com. Use promo code CTM15. So, all right. Let's get to the rumors. Uh, okay. First one we have here is some possible enhancements, uh, which we've talked about before, uh, for the 50th anniversary of Disney World. Yep, this has kind of been an ongoing rumor. Um, a lot of this has not been confirmed, but we can kind of talk about what people think is going to happen. Um, so the 20th anniversary is technically, or I'm sorry, the 50th anniversary is technically October 1st, 2021. And a couple of quote-unquote magical enhancements are coming, and that could include Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, a final explosion that was recently added to Disneyland, Disneyland Paris, um, some updates based on the 2020 movie uh, Jungle Cruise starring Dwayne Johnson. Uh, small scenes added to the track on the railroad. Carousel Progress might get a new final scene and general freshening of the attraction. Um, it's a Small World could have the addition of Disney characters similar to what they were doing in Disneyland and Hong Kong Disneyland. You mean they're not just going to tear it down? <laughs> they're not. I'm uh-huh. so sorry. Um, Astro Orbiter may get a refresh, although... It's been closed for a little bit. Um, Walt Disney's uh, Enchanted Tiki Room, Swiss Family Robinson, new effects in the drop shafts of Tower of Terror, a repair to the Yeti, hopefully, um, at uh, Expedition Everest. And uh, this is the newest one. The newest one is that Cinderella Castle is going to be repainted to a rose gold color. Oh, no. That gives me visions of what they did for the, was it the 25th? Would it look like a birthday cake? On the castle? That, yeah, that was um, 90, uh, 96. Yeah. The 25th, yeah. Would you, do you think the castle would look good in rose gold? I think you should just leave the castle the way it That's is. That's kind of what I think. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it needs a, a new paint job. And this was reported by uh, the Mickey Views YouTube channel, which I don't, I don't watch them, but apparently they have information that we don't. <laughs> or they're just saying things. Um, uh, I mean, the, yeah. the only one that's new to me is the Cinderella Castle one. I've heard the yeah. other ones I've all heard, except for the the Jungle Cruise one doesn't surprise me. If that movie, I think they're basically preparing. If that movie is a success, they're going to stick the rock in that ride because <laughs> it's just it's the rock. 
I got IP everything. Yeah, Jungle Cruise is definitely one that you know it's a it's a good ride and it's obviously a classic, but it could use a little bit of a a refresh or some sort of sprucing up. A I bit. want to talk about this. Okay. I want to talk about this real quick. This okay. Jungle Cruise specifically. I'm gonna be really. I'm not gonna be okay if they put the Rock in Jungle Cruise, and the reason why is because I understand Disney going into a lot of IP based attractions. I understand that. But I would just appreciate if they would leave the existing ones alone. The ones that are classic attractions that have been there forever that are not IP based. Like we don't need to add IPs to these rides. Like they're fine the way they are. Okay. But do you so think So I don't want to see the rock but in do you Jungle think Cruise ride? Pirates of the Caribbean is better since they put Jack Sparrow in? Um I mean yes and no. Because like it was, it was just a different kind of ride. I mean, a lot of I think a lot of like kids, a lot of younger people, like maybe can attribute the ride better since they've seen the movies and stuff. But I don't know. I, get, I don't know. I, I just I, I really I get what not. I get what you're saying, mm-hmm. but it's also going to happen. You don't. This is just a rumor. Well, this is not for sure. If the movie is a success, it's going to happen. Like I said, I thought I think The Rock is fine. I'm, you know, I don't think he's like sexy or anything. <laughs> Agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's too much information. Um, he's a good-looking man. Yes, <laughs> um, but um, we both enjoy working I don't, out. <laughs> yeah, vigorous activities. Um, the the movie's just got to be really, really good for me to be like, yeah, he seemed really good in a Jungle Cruise ride. Well, like, I, I think if they know. put him in it, it, it wouldn't be like, I, I wouldn't think the whole ride would just be like The Rock thrown up all over everything. He'd probably be in like one scene or his animatronic or something, but um, I don't know. No, I, I think there will definitely be some of the stuff on the list that will be done. Um, the Yeti is interesting to me because from my understanding, the Yeti to be fixed, they have to go in and the Yeti was part of What's connected to him is essentially the, um, like a lot of supporting structure for that entire yeah. mountain. So yeah, that was the issue. That'll be that'll be interesting. Yeah, you know how long it's been broken? What it it barely what did it run? It wasn't that long before the ride after the ride opened it it quit. Mm-hmm. How long would how long did it actually work? I'm not sure how long it worked. Like a year. Yeah, it's been it it's, maybe it's worked. Oh. It's way longer than it hasn't worked in it ever. Oh, did. it's been like twelve years. Yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> or some or something like that. I can't remember exactly, but I think it's I think two thousand seven was when it quit working. Yeah, so I don't know though. Yeah. Uh, all right, and then another rumor we have here is that a new t- Star Tours destination from Star Wars: Rise of the Rise of Skywalker uh, could be coming soon. Ooh. This isn't really much of a. It's just basically rumor. saying a new scene will probably be added to Star Tours. Uh, yeah. Based on which they did the same thing for all the other the new Star Wars movies. So I, I mean, so. like, okay, that's probably gonna happen. <laughs> I know? wonder if they'll do this. They do this with Star Tours. I mean, surely eventually they'll do this with like Smuggler's Run. I would think. Yeah. You know, potentially. I mean, that could be something they could change a little bit, but yeah. Which is fine. I mean, Star Tours is. You know, it's just funny now that that's that's just the old Star Wars ride in Hollywood Studios. I know that's weird. That's weird to think about. <laughs> it used to be the only. Now it's just the old one. But yeah. All right. Uh, that's that's it for the news and the rumors. So okay. Anything anything you want to discuss before we go that struck your fancy by what we talked about? 
Um, no, I'm just, I'm, I'm excited to be able to experience Disney Plus since we were talking about subscription service. That's, what, a month and a half away? I know. I'm actually really, so, which is good timing for the holidays I'm just going to hold yeah. up in my house watching Disney stuff <laughs> for weeks. <laughs> I, I, I'm excited for it. I think it, it's going to be, it'll be cool. I, I very, I don't know if, well, we have Hulu, don't we? We have Hulu, So yes. we should probably do the, the bundle. Did you didn't you did you already sign up for it? Well, I signed up for Disney Plus, but I didn't see anything for the bundle option, so I don't know. Oh, okay. I'll have to go back and look. But yeah, I, we do have Hulu. Now, I know with ESPN Plus now they have UFC, so I don't know. Maybe that's enough. Maybe that's enough to get me to do it, but I don't know. Okay. Don't know. But anyways. All oh, right. by the way, I I just um uh, so did did Astro Orbiter reopen? I haven't looked. I okay, don't know. it opened reopened on the twenty first September. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, there you go. Okay. So what Sorry. you're saying is you <laughs> you fibbed. I know. I just didn't realize it was open already. Oh, okay. It's only yeah. been like a couple days. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, there you go. Back that's, open. That's it. That's all I got for okay. you. All right. That's all I got too. So, um, trying to think anything here. Uh, we've got some new. We got some videos that are going to be coming up on the YouTube channel. Get those back up and running. Yes. Um, we apologize having a, a new child and things. What was it? Uh, it took. It takes up time and energy somewhat. Mm. But yes. get that up and running. Uh, or back up and running. Excuse me. And uh, we've got some cool stuff coming to the shop. So we'll have some. Uh, new shirt designs coming up pretty soon. We're going to have some Magic Band decals um, coming as well. And Yay, I'm so excited for those. Yeah, and stickers. Uh, we've had yes. a lot of people asking for stickers. And we've been giving stickers in with orders that you know people place. But these are going to be even better than those. Um, if you can look at the live... Well, not live. If you have the video feed, I've got some on my computer I've been testing out. So um, like anything else... I'm incredibly picky about anything that we do, and so I've had to go through a bunch of different things. So I finally found a material and stuff that I think looks good and I like, so um, we'll move forward with that. And uh, I think that's all I've got. So Okay. Yeah. So, all right. Well, thank you, Jamie, for reading the news. Oh, you're welcome. I enjoyed it. How did you... Did you like it better than hosting? Um, Equally. I like it equally. You, you copped out. I did. I'm so certain just neutral <laughs> over here <laughs> well okay uh all right well that's all i've got um uh, yeah so thank you for watching slash listening however you consumed this and uh, as jamie always likes to say we will see you in the parks bye